This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1922. Avoid this mistake, how to not end business emails. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. What is the most important part of your business English email? It's not the opening, it's the ending. What should you never say at the end of an email in English? Find out today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, Aubrey. How's everything going today? I'm great, Lindsay. How are you? I am great. I'm excited to be here. What are we getting into? A super important topic for our listeners. Yes, we're talking about business emails today. Any email, really, but especially business emails. And I have a question for you to start out. Okay, let's do it. Why would you say, Lindsay, why is it a really big problem to mess up the ending of a business email? Oh my gosh. Well, last impressions matter. I mean, if you look at yes. the research out there in the world of psychology, it's the last thing we hear from someone is what we remember. Guys, it's not the first thing. It's not the middle thing. It's the last thing. So this yes. is going to be great for our listeners today. Exactly. That last impression is so vital. You want to make sure that you're ending it appropriately with tone, formal versus informal, grammar, vocabulary, having those native natural phrases. So you're ending emails the way a native speaker would. Yes. And is this episode from a listener question? Yes, we had a listener question. One of our TikTok followers sent in the question, is it okay to end an email with, may you please respond? And I have seen students and, you know, language learners end emails this way. Interesting. And so it's a really excellent question. I know Great our listeners question. are probably thinking, I have definitely un um, ended emails that way. So okay. this is going to be a good one to dive into. Oh, well, let's just start by answering, not leaving them in suspense. Is it okay to end an email that way? What do you think? No, it is yeah. not. And this is tricky. We're going to dive into the grammar of why we don't say may you. And then we're going to give you several you know, options for better ways that mean the same thing, but have the correct grammar. We'll make sure that you're aware of the tone so that you know what to say for whom. Right. And what's the exact problem with saying may I, first of all? Yeah. So may I is asking permission. And we can't ask permission from someone for their own action, right? right? So it's sort of illogical, but we don't think about it if we just say it. You have to kind of sit back and think about, well, what does this actually mean? I love so it. So we can't use the word may with no. the second person pronoun you if we're making a request. Yes. Okay. Let's give our listeners a great alternative. What exactly should they say instead of that? Yeah. So first of all, we want to refer you to a really good recent episode. We shared some great phrases like, 
please respond ASAP or at your earliest convenience. So go back if you missed it and check out episode 1845, how to show urgency when you end business emails. Yes. And we have some other options because those were very specific to showing urgency when you need someone to respond right away. We want to give you some other options when maybe an email isn't so urgent, but you also need to know what to say. Yeah, guys, go and check out also our new Business English podcast where we address all of the business-related topics that you have, right? All Ears English podcast is great. You can stay subscribed. We we go into everything, but this new business podcast focuses 100% on career English, emails, presentations, meetings, small talk with your colleagues. So go and search for that. Aubrey, how can they find that podcast, by the way? Yes, wherever you find your podcasts, search All Ears English, and you'll see all three of our podcasts. And make sure to follow all three. But the one that says Business English is our exciting new podcast. You don't want to miss out on that one. Yeah, Bri, the response to that has been so good so far. I'm so amazed reading our reviews from our listeners. They are super excited to have a resource just for Business English. Yes, I know. I wish I had that in French and Spanish. It's so (laughs) nice to have it be more topical. True. So you know you're getting exactly what you need. Yes, so exciting. Love it. Okay, so let's get deeper into this question. Yeah, we're going to give you guys some great phrases here. The first, I use this all the time. Of course, you can't say, may you, but you can say, could you? Could you please respond when you have a chance, right? Yeah, I love that. I love Mm -hmm. when you have a chance, if something isn't Mm. super, super urgent, to let people know, you know, when you have a moment, when you have a chance is a very native way to say like, this does need attention, but I'm respecting your time. Yeah, I would say that's friendly, that's cooperative right? When you have a chance, it's kind of back and forth. It's not Mm -hmm. putting intense pressure because, you know, you can't say that everything needs to be done ASAP, right? Because that just kind of takes the meaning out of things. It's like the boy who cried wolf, wolf. right? (laughs) Every email is ASAP, you know, um, as soon as possible, then, you know, (laughs) we're going to not take anything seriously, right? If I got (laughs) an email from someone and they said ASAP every time, be like, okay, what's really urgent here? That's funny. That's that must be so cultural because that's exactly what I was thinking too. Is that crying wolf, right? Saying that everything matters, therefore nothing matters. So avoid that, guys. Um, here's the next phrase that you guys should be writing down right now. Would you please get back to me ASAP? And here's where we warn you: use that mm-hmm. sparingly, right? Yeah, Aubrey? you definitely can hear. So we're saying you can say "could you" or "would you" instead of "may you," mm-hmm. and you can again say would you please get back to me when you have a chance, right? Yes. Would you please respond as soon as you can? Or, you know, there's certainly options here depending on urgency, but also grammatically, right? Could you, would you both totally, you know, perfect grammatically. So so there are different options at the beginning of the sentence and at the end of the sentence. There are different things that we can mix and match here, right? Yes. And then third, can you? Like, can you please let me know right away? Or just, can you please let me know when you have a chance, right? I use this a lot. If I am asking a question, I'll often end the email with, you know, let me know, let me know right away. Or can you let me know when you get a chance? In your mind, Aubrey, we can do this in another episode. So guys hit follow on this show. But what is the difference between can you please respond right away? And could you please respond right away? They're very similar. Yeah, right. I feel like they're quite interchangeable. Um, can is a little more direct, right? Can you respond? Can you please respond is a little more direct. Both would you and could you are less direct and therefore maybe a little more respectful of someone's time. I agree. 
just slightly more direct mm-hmm. can is. I love it. Okay, mm-hmm. what about why won't why should we not use will you please? I bet a lot of our listeners are asking themselves this question. Yes, definitely. I really avoid ever saying will you please do that because it is very forward and sounds very demanding. And there are so many better options that aren't demanding. And it's just almost feels a little rude, wouldn't you say, Lindsay? I also, yeah, I think it's more confrontational. And I also think it's more spoken. I I would tend to use that more in an argument with someone. Like, will you please Mm. start putting your dishes in the dishwasher? Um, I wouldn't tend to say that in a business email in writing. No. And even in daily life, right? I'm asking my daughter to put dishes in the dishwasher. I for sure would say, would you put those in the dishwasher? If I say, will you put those in the dishwasher? I'm probably mad that they haven't done it, right? It's so (laughs) direct, so forward that I I reserve it for if I've asked three times and it's not happening, will you please do what I asked? Right. It's more (laughs) emphatic. It's just not something that you, it's just not an option as much guys when it comes to making these requests and business emails. So avoid will you or even will you please and instead go for these other options. Could you, would you, can you? I love it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, Aubrey, what's next here? What else do we need to know? So these all, everything we've shared are all quite formal. They are perfect for new clients, maybe your boss, your supervisor, right? It's quite a formal email, Mm -hmm. but you do need less formal options. These are used way more often. The average email that I send to a coworker or someone I know, I'm going to use a much less formal option. Yes. For sure. And I think we're pretty informal here on the All Ears English team. Mm-hmm. Um, so something that you could say is just let me know, right? Exactly. It's easy. It's simple. Honestly, we don't have a lot of times. Like, could you do this? Will you know, would you do this? Let me know. Or and please let me know. To mm-hmm. think about how much less formal that is just to say, would you please let me know? Or could you please let me know? And just shorten it and say, let me know. Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> so informal. Exactly. Exactly. So that one could be used you know, equally with your friends in a text message or with your colleagues if you feel comfortable, if you know that your work environment is pretty informal. Right? Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. And this next one, I pulled straight out of an email you sent me, Lindsay. So this is fun. <laughs> this <laughs> the most recent email you sent me ended with, let me know if any questions at all. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it's so smart to point out that this grammar, we're dropping words right? We wouldn't say, let me know if you have any questions at all. No need. We don't need the subject or the verb. We just say, let me know if any questions. It's so, it is informal, but it saves time. Like you said, it shows like we have this, you know, this relationship where I can drop a couple of words. Yes. I love this. I love that you're going right to an email between us or between our team members, pulling it out. We could do more of this over on our business English podcast. So, so two points here, right? As you mentioned, Aubrey, pulling out if you have any, right? And I just said, if any, if you Mm -hmm. have, we're taking out that you have, as you said, I love that. And I also love adding at all. How does that change the feeling of how you felt Mm. as my colleague when, when you received that email? Really good point. It's so much more friendly and supportive instead of Mm -hmm. saying, 
let me know if you have any questions. I almost feel like maybe you don't really mean it, right? Like, okay. <laughs> but if you say, let me know if any questions at all, it really feels friendly. Like, I really do want to support you. Any question, no matter the question, let me know. Oh, I love that. That could be a whole other episode in itself, adding at all or other similar little phrases at the end that automatically make it more friendly, more open, more like supportive. Yes. It changes the environment. Anytime, anytime at the end, right? Anytime, Call me anytime. At any time, right? At any time. Mm-hmm. Yes, that re- same thing. So much more friendly, supportive, where you really feel that like, oh, they really do mean this. I love that. Let's do some episodes on that in the future. Guys, hit follow. And, you know, I think that this is, this is, so key because again it's the last thing you say in this email and so this is what is the impression you want them to have of you as a professional and of the environment the relationship the rapport you're building between you and them right exactly that really is the takeaway here that it is vital that last impression you leave especially on business emails you want this client you want the business relationship you need the vocabulary and the grammar to make that good first that good last impression You got it, guys. So pay a lot of attention to the beginning, yes, but also the end of your email. It's not like you just finish it up and don't worry about it. It's the most important part. So pay a lot of attention to that. Love it. So good. Exactly. This is really fun, Lindsay. So useful. Great topic today, Aubrey. I'll see you in the next one very soon. Awesome. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember... I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.